You're listening to One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern on News Radio KLBJ. Now, here's Ray. All right, and we're back here, One Man Brand Radio. This is Ray Sagern. Thanks for being here with me this morning. One Man Brand Radio is the radio show for entrepreneurs and business owners, leaders and dreamers. Are you thinking about becoming your own boss? Well, if you are, you found a home here on the radio with One Man Brand Radio. And this morning we're talking about uncovery. That's our process of starting to work with the company, a business owner, and figuring out what's unique and special about them. Now, I should say, before we go any further, Mm -hmm. yonder flashing light means we've got a call. And we talked to Dude for a half second during the news, so he's teed up and ready to go. Chad, sit tight, buddy. Please don't go away. We want to talk to you. (laughs) But I want to wrap up this conversation first about Uncovery. Let's get to a stopping point with this for people who are kind of following along. And and I'll tell you, we we are going to pick it up in future shows because this is a critical function of what we do with all the business owners that we consult across the U.S. and Canada. This is where we begin. So if it's the game of Monopoly, this is go. And you got your little your little Scotty dog and your little shoe and your race car, okay, you're at go, all right, beginning mm-hmm. the adventure of either reinventing your business or launching your business. How, what's the public face of your business going to be? What's your brand? What's the, the sword in the stone on your brand that everything else revolves around. This is what Uncovery is concerned with. And particularly as third-party facilitators, as yes. we're, we're vendors, but we're also, we like to think, trusted advisors at the highest level for our clients to help achieve their dreams and build successful companies to get the strategy that's going to work, to find brandable chunks in the message that will allow you to separate yourself from a competitor and then, of course, budget. How do we get to the highest and best use of that precious resource that is your marketing budget? So all that said, it begins with Uncovery, but we're now wrapping up the conversation that we started earlier. So if you're listening to the podcast version of this, make sure you go back a little earlier in the timeline if you're jumping in here. So final word on Uncovery for this morning before we talk to Chad, the jewelry man. Sure. We're going to have this Uncovery checklist available in our resources section. And uh, I think the important thing to remember is these are the ingredients that you have in your pantry in order to to cook up something amazing. And I, I think as a business owner, no, get everything on the table first. Know what you have to work with before you tackle each of the problems, because one answer may feed into another answer. And I don't care if it's a company like mine, an outside facilitator. It can be somebody that you trust in your family. Okay, it could be something as simple as your nephew who just got a marketing degree from Texas State. All right. If you're going to engage in this process and do it on the DIY tip, it's important to figure out how can you bring some part, some component to the table where somebody can call BS on you, which is your belief systems that you bring to the table that very often uh, have you thinking in old, self-limiting ways. you got to cancel those self-limiting beliefs, right? And that's hard to do that. It's hard to be objective about yourself. We say it's hard to read the label when you're inside the bottle, right? Okay. So, We've got this checklist up on the website. It's a dozen things, everything from what your guarantees and your details are, your recruiting process, understanding uh, what your values are, taking a look at what you've done historically. Uh, All this stuff is online. Go pick it up. And, of course, if you have any questions, we're always available 
Uh, if you need to reach out, you need a little get-out-of-jail-free card if you're working on this stuff on your own. Uh, we've got all that information on our website as well, which is at onemanbrandradio.com. Okay. So we are a radio show. We're a call-in show, and I'm pumped that the longer we do the show, that we're getting people who do, business owners who are checking in, and they need some advice on what they're doing. So let me make sure I got this right. You talked to Chad a little bit longer than me, but but. Chad's jewelry store, and he wants to talk about Christmas, right? Yes, he uh, did not have a stellar Christmas last year and wants to know how he can uh, have a brighter one this year. All right, all right. Hey, Chad, well, uh, well for starters, uh, man, hey, welcome to One Man Brand Radio. And I guess to start things off, we sort of set the stage there. Did we get all of that right? We did get that right, yes. All right, cool, man. So hey, let me ask you just a few questions. Uh, sort of drill down a little uh, deeper here. So, uh, h- how big a boy are you? How, 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 like, what did you do in sales last year? If you're comfortable sharing that. Well, uh, our target's a million. I'll be honest. Okay. With you. So, that's annual sales. Well, we would love to hit. We didn't. Uh, I think we had a little. We you were in the matrix just there a second ago, and you and I'm not sure what happened. Uh, whether that was your phone, uh, but uh, say that. So what I heard was uh, you're you're shooting for a million in annual sales. Yes, that is correct. A million okay. in annual sales. What, and as far as what you're doing marketing wise now, are you on radio and television, and or? Well, let me. Well, I mean, you got to pick your battles, right? Some of it's got to go to real estate, and I, I honestly probably could have spent better in my uh, in my advertising. I put money into a, a local magazine, one of those mailers. I, I hit the local newspaper. I okay. also made my own catalog, and I mailed that out. Uh, but I did not do radio or television this year. Okay. All right. Good enough. Yeah. So, so you know, sort of, we, we've worked with a lot of jewelry stores through the years, and uh, the reason why I was asking, you know, a million sort of gets you to the depending on the size of the city that you're in and being here in Austin, you know, a million dollars in sales in the jewelry business, assuming that you're holding your margins, assuming that uh, there's nothing weird operationally, like you've got every ignorant cousin for, for three states uh, on the payroll. If you're, if you're normally, if you get a reasonably lean business at a million and you're making good margins, good markup on, on your goods, that would put you right about to to the point I would think in a city like Austin where you could do a little radio or TV, but that would be for a year-round branding campaign, you know. Because with the jewelry store, I think the thing that a lot of people lose sight of in the jewelry business is we, we get preoccupied with Christmas. And I'm going to answer your question about Christmas because that's the help you want today, right? That is correct. Okay. Uh, so, so as a quick aside, though. Uh, uh, when you plan for 2017, think along these lines a little bit, okay? And, and and I know, trust me, I get it. The fish are biting at Christmas. The fish are also biting at Valentine's Day. To a lesser extent, Mother's Day, that's really more of a $49, $69 holiday for a jeweler if you're lucky, which is not to say you don't have some people dropping several hundred dollars for Mother's Day. Gifts, they do. But for the most part, it's more of a highly transactional deal. The thing that most jewelers lose sight of is how do we spend our, our advertising and marketing budget for the anniversaries and weddings and birthdays that occur 365 days out of the year, 
right? And especially, how do you go after that engagement ring market? But you asked specifically today about Christmas, so let's see if we can just drill down here and give you a few quick pointers. So next question is, how... Um, Man, loaded question for sure. There's no, there's no easy way to answer it. But uh, how good are you at capturing uh, customers' mailing addresses, email addresses, phone numbers, and those sorts of things? Well, I got to be honest. That's not my strong suit. I, I sort of take a traditional approach to looking for word of mouth. But uh, you know, these you, you can't get anybody under thirty in a jewelry store at all at this point because of the online and we don't have a strong online presence either. So yeah, no, I, I definitely need some help in that area. Okay. And, and I can even up the ante on that remark, which by the way is, is, is very insightful. Uh, the degree to which these millennials are more comfortable making big purchases, uh, diamonds, jewelry online, but also, man, e- even before the millennials, they've all grown up in the mall. I, I, I'm assuming you're not in a mall. We are not in a mall. Yeah, so see, that's another thing that's kind of against the jeweler is, is uh, there's a whole generation coming up that are used to going to the mall and bouncing in and out of this jewelry store and that jewelry store and the other. So I'm, I feel like I'm rambling a little bit here. So let's 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 reel it in, okay, and put a tight focus on it. So let me give you just a few pointers. To the extent that for larger purchases you've captured, maybe for warranty work or whatever, if to the extent that you have the email addresses, the mailing addresses, the phone numbers of customers, this could be people that you've done repair work for through the years. You, what you need to first do is the first order of business, the best return on investment, assuming you don't have a lot of money to go do a big radio campaign or TV campaign or do a big event, right, is going to be to to, uh, to figure out what do you have to work with in terms of getting in touch with people who've already done business with you at some point, right? That is the most fertile pool of potential customers for this Christmas is people who've bought from you in the past. So whether it's in a shoebox, whether it's in an old Excel spreadsheet here and maybe an access database here, maybe it's a shoebox of old repair receipts, you need to pull all that information together and figure out what is this data and sort of create this makeshift database. Maybe a third of them you have to communicate via email or phones and the other you're mailing a postcard to however you can get in touch with them. And I would, I would craft some sort of offer potentially connected to some sort of event and invite those people to do business with you. Don't make it primarily about a transactional you know, 20% off or anything like that up front. Uh, but maybe that becomes the second part of a one-two punch where you invite him to an event. Uh, maybe it's a trunk show. Maybe it's a special this and that. Maybe it's a gala, f- a fundraiser, okay, for your favorite charity and uh, engage people in, in that regard as well. Now, you said you've printed your um, catalog. sort of catalogs in the past. I don't know if you've mailed those out um, en masse where you've got like – you go, you know, you can go buy a list and send out a thousand of them or ten thousand of them to, you know, upscale homes and all that. Um, you can do that, but I would suggest at this stage of the game, kind of just taking your temperature on on what you're working with. Let's start by marketing to the people who you've got some warm contact with historically, because. I think that's going to give you the best return on investment. And everything comes down to a tug of war between time and money, right? And if you have to be a little more frugal with your marketing dollars, 
then you're going to have to get up early on Saturday morning on a shovel Saturday and put some elbow grease into this. You and your family, your friends, uh, uh, employees, whatever, whatever you got going on um, when the store is not open and tackle it that way and get a little more creative. I think uh, not want to go on a big fishing expedition about what you've got with social media and all those things, but obviously you want to look, you want to leave no stone unturned for free ways to get the word out. And I think if you start there, that's going to be the best piece of advice that I can give you. And then heading into 2017 again, it's a brand new year come January 1st, although a lot of jewelers I know look at really Valentine's as the end of their year, right? Because they're there. But start to uh, maybe consider what can you do in 2017 to embrace this idea really more of branding and, and marketing for a 365-day approach instead of using these three tent poles out of the year that are highly transactionally driven. Hope that helped. Appreciate you calling in. Ray, I got to tell you, I've been listening to the show since uh, day one, like a month, month ago. I love everything you've said, and I really appreciate the advice. Oh, you're the best. Thanks so much, man. Talk to you soon. Take care. Onward and upward. Take care. All right, so we are going to take a quick break. Because we're running out of show. What? That was a good good call, though. Uh, and if you want to get more involved in the show, there are other ways besides getting up early and calling 8360590, though we love that, <laughs> and statewide, nationwide, intergalactically at 877-590-KLBJ, okay? But you can also hit us up on Twitter, yeah, at One Man Brand Radio, which we're spelling there with the numeral one. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. There can't be a, a Twitter handle that's spelled out O-N-E because it's too long. Ooh. Yeah, there's, so there's that. So, But that, you can find us there. Uh, uh, tweet at us. Yeah. We, we'd love to get, get, uh, get involved with you there. Carry on the conversation then. And, of course, uh, same handle at One Man Brand Radio uh, also for uh, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, yeah, we're there. Still sort of figuring that out, I think, you know. <laughs> I don't know if it's the, is it the face for radio thing that has me hung up on? I just, you know what, I'm just more comfortable, I think, on Facebook and on Twitter. But, of course, we got Clipboard Carol Carnes, who's a social media expert. So she's stressing to me the importance that we also have an Instagram Understood. Presence. We got to take that prescription as well that would be a good conversation for us to have and maybe we even bring carol in as our special expert on that at some point uh would be social media how different business owners use social media i think there are some industries you know that it makes perfect sense and you can grow a business and then boy there's an awful lot of people out there though there are an awful lot of to me it's the new frontier of shady black hat operators where they go in and sell business owners on uh, two and three thousand dollar a month package is that is really something ought to be a two or three hour a week total job of one person inside the company but we'll save that for another day we're running out of showtime and we have to take this break and then we'll come back for the big finale listening to one man brand radio here on news radio klbj at one man brand radio uh, and one man brand my name is ray segern I've got Monica Ballard here in the studio with me, and we will be back to wrap up the show next when we continue right here on News Radio KLBJ.